Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to a new episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. Now, the Marketing Help is your number one resource to proactively manage your marketing career. And if you're somebody who's ready to start your first marketing job, you start, start looking for your first marketing job, you're the manager looking to advance your marketing career, climb Marketing Mountain, um, let us help you. We've got tons of guides. One of, one of my favorite guides that we have is uh, we've compiled over 40 marketing-specific uh, tools, sites, resources, uh, just kind of give you the edge and give you, you know, direction on some things that you can use to help advance your career. And what's better about that is we've actually created a resources page that is specific to provide things based on where you are in your climb. So whether you're a student, an associate, a manager, an executive, or even those that are new to marketing, head on over to the marketinghelp.co forward slash resources, and then kind of like choose your own adventure, you know, pick, um, you know, what level you are as a marketer and dig into all the resources we have for you. Okay. So in your quest to, to uh, in our quest actually to uh, support you, you know, with a productive 2020 free marketing career climb this year, uh, I'm going to be launching a quick episode series here, a couple ser- a quick series with a couple of episodes focused on skill building. And we all know that as a marketer, um, it is the way to get the edge. Uh, but we're going to be three episodes I'm going to be talking about here. First episode is just going to be overview of skill building, why it's important, plus talk about how you can build a skill building plan. Second episode, I'm going to go a level deeper into developing your skills. And then the last episode is going to be focused on delivering. How can you um, deliver that impact, but also measure that impact of the new skill that you just acquired? So just getting started here with our skill building episodes. So, you know, overview and planning, right? Just getting started with when it comes to um, what I like to think of as future proofing your marketing career by identifying what skills are most important for you right now. Now, just setting context for this this whole series is, you know, think about the 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 marketing moments, the career moments that have happened to everybody uh, where let's say you were passed over for the promotion because someone said you're not ready or um, you don't move on in that final round of the interview for the social media marketing role because uh, someone says you just didn't have enough hands-on experience or guess what? You're a manager of a marketing team and then your team around you is actually using words and terms and talking about tool sets that, quite frankly, you've never heard of. And um, then you're asking yourself, well, how am I going to be an effective manager if I don't even know what the tools are that my team is using? And how can I best develop these individuals as marketers? So all these situations are, are, are challenging, but there's a solution. And the solution is skill building. And again, we're just going to cover... A couple things today to get you headed off in the right direction. Um, so think about it this way. Let's start with Warren Buffett. You know, it's a quote I love to share with students and, and mentees in our program. But, you know, when he was asked in an interview, what's the, what's the best advice you can give anybody in their career? He said, invest in yourself. And when you invest in yourself, think about it. Nothing but but benefits can come from it. And investing in yourself doesn't necessarily have to be a financial thing. It could also be an effort or a time thing. So when you think about your marketing career, your opportunities for investing in yourself could be, again, tied to certifications, tied to getting courses, tied to networking, tied to uh, doing things that are going to help advance your skills. But when you think about it, the one thing that's most important when it comes to investing in yourself is your time. So today, let's let's 
define a very succinct way to maximize your time to invest in yourself so we can develop those skills. So, you know, here's an interesting stat I'd like to start with. Um, there's an actual uh, CMO survey that was done. Uh, I want to say this is the last couple of years, but <clears throat> the survey found in asking CMOs, uh, those in charge of marketing departments, almost 10%, <clears throat> one out of 10 CMOs uh, cited that there is a lack of people who can actually link marketing analytics to the marketing practice. And that was actually something that was preventing those teams from progressing individually, but also from the team in being successful in what they're trying to do. Now, when you think about that stat, you know, one out of 10, okay, sure, but that's an opportunity. And uh, at an entry level position, you know, you should be expected to know a little bit about, you know, analytics and, and, and marketing analytics. So when it comes to skill building, why not set that as something that should be something that's on your plate to learn more about? And if maybe you've gotten the beginner's analytics certification, focus on the advanced. So it is something, it is an area that's noted that chances are that the leader of your marketing team now or the leader of the marketing team that you're going to be working for is going to be expecting you to have that. So that's something to keep in mind as we develop your skill building plan. So let me break it down for the different types of marketers. So, and why this skill building matters. So if you're a student, let's say, you know, your approach right now should be thinking about where can I learn the most about the marketing landscape? So your focus on skill building should just be about identifying more of the digital marketing 101 content and really get a feel for how all the channels work together. Maybe not so much focusing on a deep channel yet, but first understand what is the landscape of digital marketing uh, and then determine what might be the best fit for you. And we have a couple of tools uh, to support you at uh, themarketinghelp.co, not just with developing your career profile, career path, but also your career factors. So that could help guide you in terms of which channel do you want to get deep um, and learn about uh, as part of your initial skill building. Now, if you're an associate, <clears throat> you know, you probably want to spend some time, you know, balance is probably your biggest focus for skill building. You probably have experience in some skill, whether it's paid search, SEO, et cetera. But then you want to focus on how do you develop the skills? You know, we talk about a T-shaped marketer. How do you develop the skills that are more around the breadth, that, you know, the widening of your T, so to speak? How do we focus on other skills that can support the channel that you already have experience in? Now, if you're a paid search associate, this could mean, hey, how about we, we focus on building skills in paid social, uh, or maybe SEO. Again, you know something about them. Maybe maybe invest more time to to get deeper in terms of knowledge and uh, experience in those. If you're not sure, you know, I think asking your manager is a good first step. They should be able to direct you uh, or contact us, and we can help determine what that T shape should look like for you. Also, if you're an associate, think about it. Now's the time to sharpen those soft skills because you're most likely in a, a position to get promoted and start moving up and advancing your career. So don't forget about identifying opportunities to develop skills in things like managing up, things like running meetings, developing strategies. Because remember, you're in that prime position to take over uh, some more delegated work from your manager. As a matter of fact, that should be the first question you're asking them. But you want to start thinking more about the soft skills uh, that are in front of you in, in the maturation of your career. Now, for managers and directors, right? Your skill building development may focus on a couple of things. Think about it. So, <clears throat> um, 
and, and we've come across a lot of managers like this and those that manage teams uh, or departments where it might be worth developing a skill building plan that actually gives you more insight to the nuts and bolts around those channels that have developed since you've you know obtained your manager and director position. Um, so you may not have had hands-on experience in social media, but you probably want to know kind of what is involved in it. So some of your skill building could just be around getting some, some more awareness and more information uh, with the tools and the topics like, you know, TikTok, for example, um, artificial intelligence, virtual reality, those elements that you may not, again, have grown up and been native to. But as a manager, you want to make sure you know what they're all about. So define those uh, so that you can be in a better position to manage your team. Plus, managers, directors, those soft skills, again, um, P&L management, again, developing marketing, staffing plans, think of more of the operational skills here. So again, managing up, managing down, uh, managing across, managing conflict, right? Nobody really thinks about that until it kind of, it's too late. So how can you proactively maybe build that as a skill that you work on, uh, as well as delegation uh, as you're, you're looking to uh, grow in your career as well? Now, the skill building options for you as the manager and director, um, think about that because as you become more aware of what's out there, you can better develop your team. Uh, as you know, your focus should be on reducing the team churn, should be focusing on helping them uh, advance in terms of their knowledge. Um, you know, So you need to be aware of what are the certifications that they should be looking into. You should be coming to them because they may be coming asking you, how can I help develop this skill? Uh, so there's a little bit of awareness and education that you need to invest in uh, to make sure that your team is successful, rewarded, and fulfilled as part of their professional development. So that's a bit of setup on preparing for your skill building development, kind of broken across different levels. Now let's talk about defining your plan, your skill building plan. Now a few questions to answer as part of setting up the framework for your skill building plan are, again, whether you're student, manager, associate, executive, uh, are my skills in demand? Uh, I've been doing paid search. I've been learning about paid search, but uh, based on where I want to work, it seems like paid social is more in demand. Well, maybe that's going to help shift your focus. Uh, where am I on my T-shape, right? What skills are underdeveloped? Where do I have gaps? Uh, and again, we have some, some, some guides to help uh, direct you to where you can identify those. And then identifying what are the skills that are missing, and let's let's line those up as part of my skills development. Uh, but let's go beyond channel specifics. Here's the most important thing, right? So you may be expert at SEO, or an expert, meaning you have experience in paid search or paid social. But how well do you know some of the more strategic skills, right? So can you understand data sets? Can you analyze and report on data? Do you have skills in building a marketing funnel? Because let's remember... A channel in its own is really not as effective as integrated as part of a campaign. So can you actually build a marketing funnel? Uh, more importantly, can you write compelling copy? Did you ever learn how to, how to write copy or focus on building that skill? Because that's something every marketer should know. Uh, and like I said before, managing up, managing down. Again, think about those other strategic skills that might be missing. Um, so those are some questions, again, to help build on defining where do you focus. Now, when it comes to planning... So let's talk about this for a little bit. So let's talk about building the plan for your um, skills development, right? 
Uh, and what I like to do is I'm going to share this and I'll share this in the show notes, just the, the outline, but it's a three-step framework that I think you can easily follow. And like I said, um, dedicate the time to invest in yourself. And, and this probably should take you no more than 30 minutes. Three-step three step framework uh, when it comes to uh, setting up your skill building plan. First, establish your goals. What are your goals? What do you want to accomplish? What are the expected outcomes you have? Is it you want the promotion? Is it you want to be prepared to apply to new jobs? Uh, and again, the goals here should not just be a certification. That's that's, and I'll talk about that in the next episode. But just getting the certification not good enough. What are your goals? Um, define those. Maybe have no more than three. So that's step one. Define your goals. Step two is document what we call your three and three plan. Now the three and three plan is uh, focusing on identifying tasks that you can do in three weeks and tasks that you can do in three months. Let me back up on that a little bit. So we use those increments of time because it allows you to become successful and it doesn't feel like you're biting off too much too soon. So what can you do in the next three weeks? Uh, micro tasks, you know, doing some research, um, signing up for, for a course, you know, again, challenging yourself so that in the next three weeks you accomplish these items. Uh, similarly for three months. Now, tips when setting up your three and three. First, you want to, you know, send an invite to yourself at whatever that date is at three weeks and three months. Send yourself an invite. Include the details of what you expect to get done by that date. And now you have a reminder. Now you have something that's going to be in your face, um, whether it's at that date or before that date, uh, to keep you on track with getting those tasks done. Secondly, don't do more, don't set more than five items uh, for three weeks or three months because it's easy to have a laundry list of things to do. Not the focus here. The focus here is to define those tasks and elements that are most critical that should not exceed five. You could probably do it in three. As you can tell, I like threes. So three weeks, three months, what are the three things you can do in each of those time increments? Set yourself a, uh, send yourself an invite at that date, uh, and then you'll, be, you'll have that established. You'll feel uh, like things are lined up, and, and quite frankly, it shouldn't take you that long. Now, third thing, third, third step, is establish your accountability loop. And what I mean by that is, Listen, we're all guilty, right? We're all guilty of wanting to, you know, saying we're going to do something, but then we never uh, are able to do it. So if you take time to establish an accountability loop, meaning find somebody that can join you and, and hold you accountable in your journey to get your skills developed. This could be a friend. This could be a coworker. This could be a manager. Uh, this could be Jed or myself, right? You got to find that person that's going to hold you accountable because they'll say, Hey, three weeks from now, how are you doing on, you know, these three tasks? So you don't just find that person, but you actually you share your goals and then you should be connecting at some level, whether it's weekly, every other week. And it isn't just to go over where you are in those tasks, but it's also to celebrate. So if you do complete those three things in the first three weeks, celebrate it and celebrate it, whether it's just a, um, you know, take some time off from thinking about it or, you know, celebrate in whatever way makes the most sense for you. But if you're not acknowledging the completion of these goals and these simple tasks, then you're not going to feel like you're moving towards the end. And that's the most important thing here. So 
those are the that's the three step um, framework for establishing your skill building plan, uh, as well as a little bit of overview on why skill building is important for you. So our next episode is going to focus on skills development, right? So more about the how. You know, how do you implement and how do you execute on uh, implementing these skill sets? Uh, so we're going to cover that in the next episode. Now, what is your next step? So right now, uh, take 30 minutes, carve out 30 minutes of your time today, tomorrow, next week, and just jot down what are the what, what are the goals you have for skill building? What are the areas you want to focus on? Uh, three weeks, you're going to do what? In the next three months, you're going to do what? Send yourself a calendar reminder. And then define who's that going to, who's going to be your accountability partner. And just define who that is, right? Maybe jot down a couple of names and then follow through and get that person teed up. And you want to do that before you consume the next episode because we're going to be giving you a ton of information and insight and direction on how to follow through and executing uh, the skills that you are learning. So again, set aside 30 minutes to find those things. And if you have any questions, let me know. But as, as always, I'm here to help you in anything you need tied to development, not just of your skill building plan, but also your marketing career. So you can always email me directly at eric, E-R-I-K, at themarketinghelp.co. And until next time, this is your host, Eric Harvison. And remember, today, not yesterday, not tomorrow, today, right now, is a great time to productively manage your marketing career.